Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello and welcome to the show today. Kind of a doozy today, but it's going to be very informative and pretty cool as we take a look at what is actually a multi-generational or dynasty 529 plan. Let's get right to it. We got a lot to cover today. A multi-generational 529, also known as a dynasty 529, is a way of using one or more 529 plans to leave a legacy of education for future generations. A dynasty 529 plan can be set up by parents or grandparents or even other relatives. With a dynasty 529 plan, high net worth parents save more than is required for their children's college education meaning that they can actually continue to save in the plan even after their kids have graduated. A Dynasty 529 plan benefits from years of tax-free growth before parents tap into it to pay for the costs of college. However, passing on a 529 plan to future generations may result in gift taxes and generation-skipping transfer taxes. Yikes! The 529 plans may also affect eligibility for need-based financial aid. Lots of stuff to be aware of when doing these. But depending on the number of descendants and increases in college costs, a Dynasty 529 plan might not be enough to pay for the college costs of all future generations. Let's take a look at the 529 plan basics just to kind of summarize what we're talking about here. 529 plans are specialized savings accounts that are used to save for education expenses. Contributions are made with after-tax dollars and earnings accumulate on a tax-deferred basis. Two-thirds of states offer a state income tax deduction or tax credit based on contributions to the state's 529 plan. Distributions for qualified education expenses are entirely tax-free. The earnings portion of a non-qualified distribution is subject to income tax at the recipient's rate plus a 10% penalty and possible state income tax breaks. Qualified expenses include college tuition, fees, books, supplies and equipment, room and board, the cost of a computer, and special needs expenses. Up to $10,000 in student loan repayment per borrower, the lifetime limit for the beneficiary and the beneficiary's siblings, fees, books, supplies, equipment required for participation in certain apprenticeship programs. Up to ten dollars per year in elementary and secondary school tuition, Rollover up to the annual gift tax exclusion amount to an ABLE account for a special needs beneficiary, and rollover up to thirty-five grand per beneficiary into a Roth IRA of the beneficiary starting in 2024. Contributions to a 529 plan are exempt from gift taxes up to certain limits. Now let's take a look at contribution limits and super funding. 529 plans do not have an annual contribution limit, which is good. Contributions are subject to the annual gift tax limit of $17,000, though, per contributor per beneficiary. A couple, though, can give twice this amount, or $34,000. 529 plans offer five-year gift tax averaging, also called super funding, in which a contributor can give a lump sum of up to five times the annual gift tax exclusion. One-fifth of the contribution is removed from the contributor's estate each year. A key benefit of superfunding 
is that it allows a lump sum contribution to earn money for longer than a series of annual contributions. 529 plans do have aggregate contribution limits, which vary by state. The aggregate contribution limits are per beneficiary and include all 529 plans for the beneficiary in the same state. Once the 529 plan account balance reaches the limit, no further contributions may be made, but the 529 plan can continue to appreciate in value. There's no limit on how large the 529 plan can grow. The current 2023 aggregate contribution limits range from 235k in Georgia and Mississippi to just under $570,000 in New Hampshire. The average aggregate contribution limit among all state 529 plans is $467,115 and the median limit is 500 grand. Families can have 529s across states too. Yeah, family can have 529 plans in multiple states and use them to pay for college in any state. The aggregate contribution limit in one state's 529 does not consider amounts saved in 529 plans in other states. If a family invested in to, to the limit in all the states, the total contributions could be as much as $23.3 million per beneficiary. I don't think college will ever get that expensive. I hope not. Anyway, 529 plans do not have age limits either unlike Coverdell Education Savings Accounts. Coverdell Education Savings Accounts require contributions to end when the beneficiary reaches age 18. The account must be fully distributed by the time the beneficiary reaches, reaches age 30. There are exceptions to this rule too, including if the beneficiary has special needs. In contrast, contributions may be made to a 529 plan regardless of the age of the beneficiary, and there's no requirement to ever take a distribution. And here are the strategies for a Dynasty 529 plan. There are several key strategies to keep in mind for funding and growing one of these. Think long-term, the biggest strategy. You can continue making contributions to a 529 plan even after the beneficiary has graduated from college. Since 48 is the median age of parents of college-age children, this suggests that, you know, you could continue making contributions for another 35 to 40 years. Change the account owner to your wife. You might want to go ahead and make your wife the account owner and continue to make contributions, since women tend to live longer than men. Name another family member as the beneficiary. This is a workaround for the annual gift tax exclusion and contribution limits. Open multiple 529s in various states. When the 529 plan's aggregate contribution limit is reached, you can open a 529 plan in another state for the same beneficiary. You can also make contributions to the 529 plans in multiple states simultaneously. And this would be subject to all of the limits of annual gift tax exclusions and lifetime gift tax exemptions. There is no aggregate contribution limit on rollovers in most states. So you can roll over an out-of-state 529 plan and another family member's 529 plan into the child's in-state 529 plan. However, there are some states to, that consider an outbound rollover to be a non-qualified distribution and subject to state income taxes. And you can see a list of those states at thecollegeinvestor.com. Also, see a list of states that don't treat outbound rollovers as non-qualified distributions. 
The next point to make is to be aware of the annual gift tax exemption. We've talked about it a a bunch, but the annual gift tax exemption is $17,000 per contributor per beneficiary as of 2023. So if you contribute as a couple, though, to a Dynasty 529 for 40 years, that's a total of $1.36 million. This does not count any increases in the annual gift tax exclusion, any appreciation of the investment, or even any distributions to pay for college costs. If you're willing to use up part of their $12.92 million gift tax lifetime exemption, I should say, $25.84 million for a couple, you can contribute more. It's best to front load the contributions through five-year gift tax averaging or using up part of the lifetime gift tax exemption. This is to ensure contributions are made before the 529 plan balance exceeds the contribution limit. Here are some examples of growth in a 529 plan. If the 529 plan averages a 4% annual return on investment, it will double in value every 18 years. If the the plan averages a 6% annual return, it will double every 12 years. This can lead to significant growth in the 529 plan balance. The number of children per generation, the amount of initial funding and tuition inflation rates, exponential growth in the number of family members paying for college may eventually exhaust all of the funds in the multi-generational 529 plan. The dynasty plan will generally experience 20 years of growth before the next generation needs help paying for college. Let's talk about changing the beneficiary because we touched on that a bit earlier. So the account owner can change the beneficiary of a 529 plan to a member of the family of the previous beneficiary at any time without limit. The account owner can also transfer funds from one 529 to the 529 plan of a new beneficiary. This includes a partial transfer, not just a transfer of the full balance. Such rollovers are limited to once per 12-month period per beneficiary. Members of the beneficiary's family include the beneficiary's spouse, as well as son, daughter, stepchild, brother, sister, stepbrother, father or mother, or even an ancestor of their spouses, uh, stepfather, stepmother, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, son-in-law, and all the in-laws, and first cousin. Change in account owner. Many states allow a change in the account owner. Some limit a change in the account owner to the death, incapacitation, or divorce of the current owner. Others allow a change in account owner in any situation. Some 529 plans allow the account owner to specify a contingent account owner when the account is set up. The new owner does not need to be related to the old account owner. There are no tax consequences for a change in account ownership either. Changing the account owner does not result in income, gift, or even transfer taxes. Parents should choose a state 529 plan that allows flexible changes in account owners as the account owner of a Dynasty 529 plan may eventually change. Here's what to know about gift taxes real quick. All right. There is an annual gift tax exclusion of $17,000 per donor per recipient in 2023. This exclusion is adjusted periodically for inflation. A couple can give twice that or thirty-four dollars when giving together. There's also a $12.92 million lifetime exemption for gift and estate taxes. For a husband and wife, the combined lifetime exemption is $25.84 million. However, 
the lifetime exemption will drop roughly in half in 2026 when it reverts to where it was in 2017, 5.6 million adjusted for inflation since 2017, unless Congress does something. Based on inflation as of January 2023, that will yield a lifetime exemption of 6.9 million. The lifetime exemption in 2026 will be at least this amount. But it will most likely be about 7.8 million based on estimates of inflation over the next three years. Generation skipping transfer taxes. Okay, another gift tax to be aware of. The generation skipping transfer tax, GSTT. The GSTT applies if the new beneficiary is at a lower generation than the current beneficiary. Transfers include a change in the beneficiary of a 529 plan and a rollover from one 529 plan to another. If the new beneficiary is at the same generation level as the current beneficiary, there will be no gift or transfer tax consequences. For example, a change in beneficiary to a cousin of the current beneficiary for example, from a niece or nephew of the account owner to a child of the account owner, there will be no gift or generation skipping transfer taxes. If you contribute to a 529 of a niece or nephew and later transfer funds to your child's 529 plan or change the beneficiary to your child, just wait a few years to avoid step transaction concerns. If the beneficiary is changed to someone who is one or more generations below the current beneficiary, that may be treated as a taxable gift. Likewise, a rollover to a 529 with a beneficiary that is one or more generations below the current 529 plan's beneficiary may be treated as a taxable gift as well. The IRS has not issued regulations that specify whether this is treated as a taxable gift from the account owner or from the old beneficiary to the new beneficiary. However, there are some proposed regulations from 1998 that specified that the transfer is treated as a taxable gift. Way to be confusing, IRS. Thanks, guys. So how are generations defined? People often get confused by what it means for a beneficiary to be one or more generations lower than the current beneficiary. A child is one generation lower than the parent and two generations lower than the grandparent. Generations are defined by the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 as the number of generations between an individual who is a lineal descendant of an ancestor and the ancestor. I'm not going to get into the details of this because it does get rather confusing in audio form, so if you want to dive deeper on generations, you can find this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just type in the words Dynasty 529. You'll find it. All right, here are some possible risks. Changes in the laws concerning 529 plans are unlikely, since abuse of the rules is kind of rare, but there are several risks associated with the multi-generational 529 plan that may reduce their effectiveness. Congress could change the rules associated with gift and transfer taxes, of course, or the annual exclusion and lifetime exemptions, leading to a huge tax burden to be aware of. State 529 plans could change their rules to no longer allow rollovers when they exceed the aggregate contribution limit. If you want to dive deeper on your state's aggregate contribution limit, you can find it at thecollegeinvestor.com. Again, all you have to do is type in the words Dynasty 529 Plan and you'll find this article. Lots of good stuff inside. 
And that is our show for today. I know it, is, it was a lot to chew on, but a lot of great information for you. And if you want to follow us all over social media, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us, and we'd love to get to know you more. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.